to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Great to have you with us again today. Excited because we're going to start a new theme and the theme is problems with everything that is happening in our country and world. It's uh, time to focus on problems, how can we solve problems, and even international or big problems we can't solve, certainly the problems in our own lives. So I'm looking forward to spending the next four episodes, the next four weeks, well, we might have one for Thanksgiving where I do something on gratitude. So not four straight weeks, but four episodes with uh, with an episode for gratitude around Thanksgiving that I think can be very helpful to you as well. But we've been doing these, what I would call one-off episodes, and those are great. And then it's great to do themes. And if those of you that have listened before for a while, you know, success, stress, happiness, we've hit a lot of the big ones. And now we're going to do this focus, deep dive over the next four episodes and talk about problems. Before we jump into that today, let me just say one thing someone reminded me of this week, which is I haven't said in a while that you can subscribe so that every Friday morning when this podcast drops, it'll just come right into your um, device that you listen to podcast on. You can get it. And so I want to encourage you to do that. That's the simplest and easiest way. It's just then you don't have to go looking for it. It'll just automatically be uh, sent your way every Friday morning that this happens. Every time we're in season, and we are in season right now, sign up and get the podcast subscribed right to you. Piece of exciting news to share with you uh, today. A little over three months ago, I did something for the Bible app, the Version Bible app, largest, one of the largest apps in the world, actually, the largest Bible app. I think it's like 570 million, something like that. It's an incredible number. They have a verse of the day video. I did that. And um, that was great. Phenomenal response. Over a million people watched that. And then I just uh, got asked to do another one, and it's actually coming out on Monday. So this Monday, November 13th, you can go on the Bible app, and right there, as soon as you get on the front page, you'll see uh, my picture, and that's the video, like screenshot, and I'll be doing the verse of the day, and I'm just really, really excited. In the speaking world, it's great to be asked to speak, but the gold standard is do you get asked back? If they ask you back, then 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 that's that means you're doing something right. So it's great to be asked back. It's great to be able to share and uh, really something very helpful on on guidance and, and the path that you can be on. So I think it'll help you a lot. And I encourage you to do that. I, I love these kind of million milestones. Uh, I wrote an article for Fox News. Over a million people read it. I did a message that was listened to on the Pray app by over a million people and now a video over a million. My only million left is I always wanted to have a million dollars donated to the church or to the ministry. That hasn't happened yet. Although no joke, about a month ago, a guy came to me and said, you know, I'm working on uh, starting multiple businesses. And, and my hope is that by 2030, they will have generated $10 million. And if they do, I'm going to tithe the 10%, 1 million 
to the ministry. So check back with me in 2030, or maybe it'll happen sooner. That would be great, wouldn't it? I also always remind the Lord that if he wants to really bless me, I'd be happy to be the the million dollar giver of the $10 million (laughs) income. So however it works, but anyway, uh, I just encourage you to um, go to uh, the Bible app, on Monday and and watch the two minute verse of the day video. As you know, I've got seven reading plans on there as well that you can start. And so um, I'm real excited about that. Uh, it's just a, it's a phenomenal honor and an opportunity to really encourage. You know, my whole focus in life is to bring inspiration and motivation, encouragement to people. And this is just a great outlet to do that. I, I hope someday this podcast reaches one million. We're doing pretty well, but we're we're not in that range, that's for sure. So uh, we'll see what happens. So we're starting this new focus on the theme of problems, and really, you know, just I had this planned actually uh, a while ago, um, but I just thought, you know, I really need to do it now with the war in Israel and the um, mass shooting in Maine, just as the latest, the two latest of. Of course, of many, you can never go too long. I mean, between the recording of this and this uh, podcast coming out, something else bad could happen. There's always things that are taking place. And that's just in terms of the macro. We get into the micro of our own lives. And I mean, come on, there's family problems. It could be a marriage. It could be children. There's financial problems. It could be a loss of a job or, or you know, an investment or uh, getting hit with some huge medical bill. It could be problems in your job, your work, your career. There's just a, a never-ending list. Uh, and you say, yeah, Rick, you're the inspiration guy. Yeah, well, you know, you got to sort of lay it out there before you can get to the to the help, got to identify it. So it's, it's real, right? I mean, you know, to solve problems, uh, you know, we need to understand them. By the way, the famous Einstein quote, you know, you never solve a problem at the same level in which it was created. It's, it's, that's pretty smart from one of the world's smartest people. You never solve a problem from the level in which it was created. Uh, and we will, uh, we will show you that, uh, in multiple ways over the next weeks. But, Starting here, just saying, look, you know, it really begins today with understanding why there's so many problems before we can get into the solving of them, before we can get into some of the other things that we really do need to tackle in this uh, series of podcast episodes on problems. This is just the most natural starting point is, you know, why so many problems and What I would say to you very simply is problems are the result of something. They are the result of something that happened. So I want to share with you three areas where I I believe that problems are the result of something taking place. The first is problems are the result of choices. Sometimes poor decision making causes problems. It's true. I mean, it it can be hard sometimes to, to maybe accept, but it's true. Deciding something and then turning out that that decision was a, a bad decision. So you can have 
I mean, just just look real quick. If you think about financial problems, you can make bad decisions, get into debt, and then all of a sudden that can result in financial problems because you're overextended. Health problems, you can make bad decisions and not exercise and not eat right, and then you have health problems. These are the result of choices that we make. Now, again, not all problems, but we're starting here. If you look at it from, say, a Christian or a biblical perspective, it comes down to disobedience, sin, disobeying God's teachings, and that results in something not good happening in your life. It's really the success principle is the law of the harvest. Now, the law of the harvest works both ways, right? You reap what you sow. You sow in effort. You, sh- you sow in creativity. You sow in, in innovation. You sow in hard work and there's good things that you will reap. But if you sow in bad decisions, then you can end up reaping problems. That's that's the reality. That's the truth of how things work. And so this is a part of, of what happens in terms of choices. I read this one time. It's just uh, I thought it was just kind of fun. This is a bricklayer who uh, applied for sick leave. I arrived at the job after the storm, checked the building out, saw the top needed repairs. I rigged up a hoist and a boom, attached the rope to a barrel, pulled bricks to the top. When he pulled the barrel to the top, I secured the rope at the bottom. After repairing the building, went back to fill the barrel with the leftover bricks. I went down and released the rope to lower the bricks, and the barrel was heavier than I am, and that jerked me off the ground. I decided to hang on halfway up. I met the barrel coming down and received a blow on the shoulder. I hung on and went to the top where I hit my head on the boom and caught my fingers in the pulley. In the meantime, the barrel hit the ground and burst open, throwing bricks all over. This made the barrel lighter than I, and I started down at high speed. Halfway down, I met the barrel coming up and received a blow to my shins. I continued down, fell on the bricks, receiving cuts and bruises. At this time, I must have lost all presence of mind because I let go of the rope and the barrel came down and hit me on the head. So, okay, you know, you can have a little fun with it, but, you know, stuff, we can make choices and sometimes they can compound, you know, that's the problem. Um, If you make good choices, like following the leadership of, of, of Jesus as your Lord or leader, then, you know, you can receive a lot of blessings. But if you make bad choices, then, you know, then you, you receive the other, the other result. I would also say, by the way, and I, th- I really think it's important to say in terms of, you know, choices that you make. And then sometimes a good choice creates a problem. How about that? Not all just bad choices. You can make a good choice to stand up for something that's right or that's moral or that's true ethical, you can make an integrity decision and you can end up losing your job over something like that. You can make an integrity decision and end up suffering negative consequences. Problems enter into your life that really um, shouldn't happen, right? Based on what I was saying earlier. Well, yeah, you make bad choices and then That creates problems, but sometimes even a good choice can create a problem. The bottom line in all of this is the reality that choices, 
Problems are the result of choices. There's no doubt about that. And again, if we want to go on the macro scale and 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 look at things, you know, there's there's always issues there that involve choices, choices that were made and choices that people make or countries make or groups within a country make and then those choices end up leading to all kinds of horrific terrible problems. I mean the most obvious one I guess would just be you know these Hamas people break break into into Israel and just indiscriminately kill people. I mean children and elderly people. I mean handicapped people it's just unreal. And so of course that choice then now leads to where we are now in this uh, this war situation. And that's just a very macro kind of simplistic way of looking at it. But it's it's true. It's the basic sowing and reaping principle, the harvest principle that I was talking about. So problems are the result of choices. That's that's the first one. Problems are the result of outside influences. In other words, uh, you know, there's there's natural disasters, for instance, there's things that can happen to you. And it's just like, I have no control over this. You know, I have no control over the storm and the tree hitting my house. You know, these sorts of things take place and it happens. And and on and on, the the list can go a fire, a, a, a flood. There's all kinds of things that can take place over which we have no control they're sometimes referred to as, as acts of God. I don't know about that, but certainly they are things outside of our human finite ability. And so this happens, this takes place. And, and, and this is a good counterbalance to what I was saying earlier about the choices that we may create problems. So that's, that's part of it. And then there's other times when we've done nothing, absolutely nothing. And, and this can, again, this can go into other areas. Like I mentioned, you know, like sickness can come from not exercising and eating a healthy diet. And that is true. However, as we know, sickness can come upon someone who's absolutely perfectly healthy. You haven't done anything. You've done all the right things. I always think about the marathon guy, Bill Rogers, one of the most famous marathoners. I mean, like an absolute icon in the running world. And the guy dies of a heart attack. You think if there's somebody who's not going to die of a heart attack, it's going to be a Bill Rogers, the marathoner. And in fact, he ends up dying of a heart attack. So these things can happen. You can lose your job because of your performance is poor. And, you know, it was identified to you and, and you were put on a, a you know, a a PIP, a personal improvement plan, and you didn't improve and you lost your job. That's on you. But there can be like things over which you have no control, macro issues that take place, and the company has to downsize and you lose your job. So it can go, it can go either way. Accidents, again, I mean, I, I had a 22-year-old kid hit me in the back panel the back driver's side of my car and spin my car right out it was absolutely terrifying it could have been so bad if i if i was driving like a uh, like a top heavy suv or something or a tr- or a pickup truck with no weight in the back forget about it but fortunately i wasn't even though they they hardly make sedans anymore a good old sedan saved my life certainly saved me a trip to the hospital for sure so 
that problem, what kind of problem? Well, I mean, I was on my way to Niagara Falls. It caused me all kinds of problems. That entire trip was just a series of problems all began. There were probably four or five after, but they all started with the fact that this guy crashes my car and I have to go and get a rental car and then all the other things that are involved there. Then there's the fact that it has been four months and I still don't have my car back. Four months, four months. And let me just say what an enormous, enormous amount of problems that has created outside influences. Some kid doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know how to got cited by the police but you know it's his fault sure but that doesn't really help me all right so you know there's times when life is not fair and nowhere in the bible by the way if you're saying well isn't life supposed to be fair no Mm -mm. in fact jesus one time was like so the tower fell and uh, who is it you know who is at fault and basically jesus is saying no one was at fault there's things that happen Sometimes it's the choices of other people. A 22-year-old kid who doesn't know how to drive. Beyond, so it's beyond our control. It's nothing that we can, you know, do about it. it. It's just that's the way that it works sometimes as, again, as unappealing as that is to think that things outside of our control, but we all know what this is like we all know and even if you look at some of these macro issues and you look at how like world problems can affect the stock market which can affect your investments your retirement or or whatever else there's all these things that can take place that you're like what's this got to do with me and it doesn't have anything to do with you until it does and and we find ourselves in such a difficult situation that we never ever wanted to be in and the reason we're in it is because of outside influences that are not our fault that are not our responsibility and yet we find ourselves being negatively impacted going four months without a car and all and all the rest you can see I'm you can see how I'm getting this all out today I've been sitting on this for a long time yeah I mean it's been man it has been an unbelievable experience and there are so many parts to that story that could be told so Sometimes it's the result of choices that you make, bad choices mostly, but even some good choices. Sometimes it's the result of outside influences or the choices that others make that end up so negatively impacting your life. And problems are the result of, say, testing, trials, testing, tribulation, whatever words, tribulations, whatever words, you want to use Jesus in the gospel of John 16, 33 said in this life, you know, you will have tribulations, you will have trials, you will have problems, you will have sorrows, you will have difficulties, all these analogous words. They all are all part of the same basic meaning. He said, now take heart because I've overcome the world, meaning in the end, God's going to work it all out. We're going to get to that, by the way, not today in this first episode, but we will get to that in these episodes on problems. I can assure you of that. But, But the guarantee is not life will be fair and you won't have problems. Jesus, very frank with us in this world, 
that you live in, in this life of yours, you're going to have problems and you're going to have sufferings and you're going to have trials and you're going to have tribulations and you're going to have difficulties. Sometimes God brings trials, troubles, problems into our lives. And uh, you may say, really? I thought the enemy, you were going to blame it all on the enemy. Well, he, he's, he certainly does too. We'll get to that, believe me. But I wanted to start with this because I think this is the part that sometimes people don't understand about how things can work. I mean, God can do this for various reasons. He may want us to learn something, to grow in a particular way. And the reality is that a problem will help us to do that. I don't know if you're familiar with this. It's pretty famous, um, and a lot of people have seen it. But way back in 1975, the Red Sox were playing in the World Series. And the Red Sox catcher was a guy named Carlton Fisk. And it was game six, and he came to bat, and... He won the game with the home run, not the walk-off home run, but the game. He hit a home run. And what's made it so famous is that the camera shows him jumping up and down and like waving his arms. And what he's trying to do with waving his arms, he's saying, stay fair. You know, don't go, don't go foul. Don't become a foul ball. Stay fair so that it will be a home run. And it's just one of the most famous shots in baseball history. But here is the backstory. That was never supposed to happen. The cameraman inside the Fenway Park scoreboard, and if you know Fenway Park, and I hope you do, and if you haven't been there, you absolutely should. It's like something you got to check off your list for sure. But there's the green monster, this giant wall, 40-foot wall, and inside the green monster is the scoreboard, old-fashioned scoreboard, replacing, you know, by hand, all that sort of stuff. So the cameraman is inside the Fenway Park scoreboard. But here's the thing. He's supposed to be following the ball. But there was a rat inside the scoreboard. So he was watching the rat as it was circling him. And so instead of focusing the camera on the ball, leaving the park, he's focused on Fisk. Another camera caught the ball, showed that it was fair and not foul. And he ends up capturing this iconic, iconic image. So sometimes we encounter problems like the rat. We don't have any idea how they're going to be resolved, but... Because of them, we're going to see something we never would have seen without the problem. And it is such a, and if, if you've never seen it, you know, just like go on YouTube and, and, and type it in because you need to see it. And frankly, you're going to, it's going to mean so much more now when you see it that you, that you know the story because it's just such a, an amazing story about, you know, how that all happened. And now you, now you know the, the real backstory of that phenomenal, iconic picture and how that ended up taking place. So God loves us. And at times we need to have his uh, hand of loving direction, discipline, correction, whatever you want to call it. 
part of that, of course, results in us appreciating the blessings in our life more by going through the problems. But part of that, too, is is just the way that it can take it can take place. There was a, a Norfolk Southern train that was uh, rolling down the track in Indiana and the conductor spotted something on uh, on the tracks initially he thought it was a dog but then he realized it was a baby a 19 month old little girl emily marshall had wandered away from her home while her mother was planting flowers in the yard so lindley hit the uh the, so the so uh the brakes were hit and the conductor bolted out the door along the edge of the front of the engine but he realized there, was, there just wasn't time to jump off the train and grab the baby. So he went down the set of steps and squatted at the bottom. And the idea was he was going to grab the baby and um, that he realized as he got closer that um, that wasn't going to work. The baby had moved a little bit, but not enough. So he actually stretched out his leg and essentially kicked the baby out of harm's way. He then jumped off the train and picked up the little girl, put her in his arms. Now, she ended up with a cut on her head. She ended up with a swollen lip. She ended up with some bumps and bruises, but she ended up alive. And it's a good picture. You know, sometimes... The problems will give us um, a cut, a swollen lip, a, a bump, a bruise, but it's spared us from something so much worse. And sometimes that God sort of has to hurt us in order to save us. And and let me say it to you this way, because it's a famous phrase. I, I It's not mine, but I like to use it. God would rather hurt your feelings than hurt your future. God would rather hurt your feelings than hurt your future. So sometimes God actually uses problems to hurt our feelings so that our future doesn't get wrecked, ruined, or destroyed. He loves us enough to cause us to have to learn something. Now, you know, I I always say, I've always said, God, you don't have to put me on my back in a hospital bed. You know, I'm listening. I'm ready to learn. You know, and I would encourage you to pray that prayer because I want to tell you, I've never been on my back in a hospital bed in my entire life. So if you want to avoid spending a night in a hospital or longer and have to deal with some of those things, then by all means, pray, God, you know, I don't need that. Just show me what you want me to learn and I'll learn. But the fact is that some some of us are stubborn and some of us maybe can't learn any other way unless it's something that severe that it gets our attention to the level that we finally go, okay, maybe I need to to listen here. And sometimes God causes problems because he's going to spare us again from something like Maybe not even like the story with the bumps and the bruises, but like the story of the people that were leaving their uh, cabin in the mountains because the snowstorm is getting so bad. And on the way down, very narrow road and snow and driving a big suburban and kind of like jackknifed and blocked the road. And there was somebody coming up that was trying to get into the cabin 
and that person never was able to get to their cabin. But guess what happened? There was an avalanche and their cabin was completely destroyed. So they would have been in the cabin and died. But because of the jackknife situation, it didn't cause them any harm. Not like the baby with the bumps and the bruises and the cuts. They just didn't get where they thought they wanted to go and, and, and wanted to go and thought they should go. But because they didn't go there, they got spared. So sometimes a problem, a delay, turns out to be something very good for you. Now, as I said earlier, the enemy of our souls will oppose us and cause problems for us. So I'm not saying everything, you know, all bad things come from God. In fact, most bad things have nothing to do with God's plan for us. Almost all the bad things come from the enemy who, according to his, his description from Jesus, he's a liar and he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So when you see lies and you see deception and destruction, you see the handiwork of the enemy. You don't see the handiwork of God. I can tell you that. So, so the results uh, can come from just all the bad things that the enemy does in this world and that can end up negatively impacting our lives. The good news is, as Jesus said, I've overcome the world. So even when bad things happen to good people, God can turn around those bad things and work them out for the good. And that is what the Bible teaches, that God can work things for the good. So even the problems can end up working out for the good in our lives. And we will, again, focus on this more in the weeks to come as we focus on this theme of problems and and we do a number of different episodes on it. So this is the beginning one, just to kind of frame for us, why are there so many problems and why do I have problems in my life? So here's at least three results that create problems in our lives and, and now we can move forward into seeing how we might be able to solve them and what can come out of them. Look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.